guys, welcome back to Three Peas in a Podcast. So I'm Hope. I'm Grace. And I'm Joy. So we're back today with our third podcast and it's going to be a chill one. I feel like we're kind of low energy today. Yeah, it's, it's been kind of a while since our last one though. Yeah. I think maybe because we had a really carb heavy meal. <laughs> maybe that's why we're, we're quite tired, tired right now. <laughs> yeah, so today is actually Easter Sunday. So and happy Easter Sunday, guys. Yeah. It's like quarantine day. Quarantine and we locked down day 18. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are over halfway, guys. Mm-hmm. Feels pretty surreal, to be honest. It's I feel like I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's been quite like normal for us now. I think it actually has been a really good period, though, to like reevaluate, reevaluate your whole life. That, that's true. Yeah. So like today, we just cooked all this food for Easter Sunday. Yeah, and we ate it, and then we kind of I I think all of us went into like a food coma, and we just kind of disappeared <laughs> into our rooms. That's <laughs> us like every day, though. We always have food comas. We have like a big meal, and then we just end up. We just pass a out. We yeah. pass out like food, baby, and then we're just out on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's like dishes in the sink right now. No, no one's doing them because we're all tired. <laughs> but I we're gonna today, get to yeah, them. Yeah, it's just gonna be a, a chill talk. So today we're gonna be touching on some topics about friendships. So we're not talking about relationships this time, guys. We, we have other stuff to talk about yeah. a tad less spicy yeah yeah we're not like a one trick pony we do have other stuff to talk about but we will come back with relationship stuff yeah yeah you guys stay tuned yeah another part will be coming out and you do not want to miss that one <laughs> we have some good quotes lined up and yeah, some good analogies yeah. that we've come up with yeah so, so yeah yeah we're going to talk about friendships and i think we're just going to talk about friends and what we've learned as well as can christians be friends with non-christians mm-hmm. yeah so, that. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll just start up with like friendships and what we've learned over our lives about friends. So how do we want to talk about this, guys? I just think in general, we've had really bad experiences with friends. Yeah. Which sure. is why we're so close to each other, because yeah. I think that's like we find kind of confidence in each other mm. in terms of friends. Yeah. yeah, like I think in high school, we'd always come home and we'd always complain about our friends to our dad and he's like friends like that who needs enemies and it's like oh yeah kind of true but i just feel like we like the friendship wasn't very reciprocal like it was just yeah, sure. a lot of us giving and people taking and it's sometimes it just you just get so like dry and empty they just keep squeezing from you yeah squeezing You're just being squeezed they just suck up you dry yeah. <laughs> and you so, got nothing left to give yeah. yeah and i think this is a really funny story but if you want to know how bad it got my 16th birthday I mean for me Hope I mean we all had our 16th birthday at the same time because we're triplets but on my 16th birthday I literally sat alone and had lunch with a homeless man that sounds so not by choice though not by you choice you didn't just join a homeless man <laughs> no I didn't man. I could basically I would go sit in the library for lunch alone and I think that one day I was sitting at the cafe at the back alone and then a homeless man just came and sat next to me and I was a little bit scared because I thought he was going to attack How me. How did you know he was homeless though? Because he looked homeless. And homeless wow. People, and homeless people go to the library when it's like winter time. Like, oh, it wasn't winter, it was spring. But like, I, I think he was just there because they like it because it's like warm and it's got like shelter, you know? I knew he was homeless. Like, I wouldn't just make that up. Like, well, anyway, homeless. she spent her 16th birthday lunchtime e- yeah, eating sushi with sushi. eating sushi with a homeless man and not a it, sweet 16 right more like a salty sweet <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was gonna say sour 16 yeah. no it was, it was all right i think he asked me how my lunch was and i was really scared to like say anything back because i thought that he would start conversation with me and maybe ask me for money so i was like really scared i ate my sushi and just blasted out of there where, were, where was grace and i doing i actually that? don't even know eh 
Maybe we were somewhere else. We were eating our sushi somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I was the sacrificial lamb. I was like, I'm going to sit by myself, guys. (laughs) So we looked less weird. Yeah, yeah. because we thought it was a bit weird because all three of us like hung out a lot together in high school and we thought it was a bit weird that Imagine seeing three clones together. Like it's yeah. a bit weird. Like, we like it's not like we, we had some other friends that like, I think later on, but I think that that one year it was like a really rough patch for us. It was like quite a transitional period I'd say. Like we were moving from kinda like another group. Like we kinda stopped a friendship with a group of people and then we kinda were moving. Yeah, so I it, it was like in that awkward stage yeah. where like it was like we weren't close enough to be sitting with other people at lunch, but we were just by ourselves. So if you guys don't really know our like high school and middle school background, basically what we did was we went to a Christian primary school and high school and then we no, moved you said primary school and high school, it's primary school and middle oh, school. We went to a Christian primary school and middle school. So it was, and it ended year eight. Yeah, and then we moved to a non Christian high school. But I think what Jewel was meaning was that the school was up to high school as yeah. well, right? Yeah, but we just yeah. left because our parents wanted us to experience the world. Yeah, experience the world, real world because they said that like going to a christian school isn't going to be good for your faith because you're not going to be challenged and that's not how the real world is your faith almost comes like becomes complacent because it's not like you're not being tested it becomes like it becomes part of the curriculum and you're Mm. learning it like as part of the subject yeah for not uni for high school so you're like oh it's just a subject yeah you don't make it like a personal like journey or like a personal relationship conviction yeah Yeah. and, and as like when we left to the public high school i guess that's when our faith kind of started growing yeah a lot it was tested yeah but it was like it, we were definitely thrown the deep end and it was a really rough time for us three yeah like i think it broke us down so much like if you want to hear the backstory we'll, we'll be touching it in another podcast but we were super like confident and naughty kind of girls we were we were rebels honestly we were like if you want to know like i used to like kick boys I, I used feel to like kick we were monkey bullies. Yeah. We were, we, I used to kick boys in the back and like trip them over and push them down the hill. Like that's how like that sounds so bad. I know. And and I would I would always talk back to teachers and get told yeah. off. Yeah. I would run out of class and just yeah. Walk and in like you I talk think back. in yeah. like yeah. cooking in cooking class I would get flour and like you know the dishwashing like bubbles I would get that and blow that in people's faces. It's like a joke. Yeah, it's fine. a joke. And also in woodwork I would get the sawdust and I would also blow that in people's faces <laughs> and, and, they'd it, and they'd get in their eye. Yeah, they get was, in their eye and their hair and I thought it was fun. Like. Joy's deal about throwing stuff in people's faces. I don't know. It was fun. <laughs> and the, I, I was a kicker. The teacher literally like told me off and said she was disappointed in me. So that's a bit of a weird backstory because we seem like really good girls, which we yeah, are. Because I think what happened was we just plummeted when we hit that new school and we were like broken down so much that it really humbled us and it changed us completely. So I think yeah. high school is the biggest like experience that has changed us in yeah, terms of what sure. we are now. Yeah. yeah. So maybe this kind of is like a tangent going off to our high school experience. But like, back to that. So our friendships in high school were pretty bad. They were pretty bad, yeah. And why do you think that was? Uh, I feel as though like, like they were non-Christians. That's why it they was so were, hard. They were non-Christians, but I think it's also because like I mean, we it's not like we didn't enjoy those friendships because we did have some really good friends with some girls that we are still friends with today. But it was just that like I think it was really patchy. Like it was not. It was a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, we had a lot yeah, of like um, like broken friendships. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in high school in general, general you do change quite a lot. Mm. So I think it is expected for you to not really stay with the same friendship group. But for us, it was quite a lot of different groups that yeah. we kind of were just going. Yeah. Another fun fact is that all three of us have never been. We never went to our high school formal. 
Like the ball. Yeah. Thing. I don't know. For us, I don't think we just really wanted to be there. Like that was not our scene. Yeah, we were like, we're not gonna pay money to be in a room of people that we don't actually like. Or no, really. <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> but it was just like, I don't I don't talk to you, so why would I slap on a dress? Sla- <laughs> slap on a slap dress. Slap on a dress, <laughs> slap on some makeup, and stand in a room that I don't like anybody in And here. then people look at you like a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, they don't actually... Still on steak. <laughs> they, don't, they don't actually care about you. They're just looking at you like you're a piece of meat. Like you're just there, you And know? the fact that you've put on some makeup and a dress means people don't talk to you. It doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. They're still not going to talk to you. They're going to give you... Like, they might be saying like, oh, you look great, but is that... Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> and then it's like, wow. And then you probably go back to school and everyone ignores you anyway. So like, oh, we were just like this is not for us. Yeah. Instead, our parents took us out to a buffet. I think, they, <laughs> I think, they, were, I think they were kind of happy that we weren't spending money. So they were like, oh, we'll just shout you a buffet. Yeah, I, I think it was a lot cheaper anyway. Right? <laughs> they saved money there. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So I think something that we did learn in high school was that um, it in a friendship, it needs to be really reciprocal. Because yeah. I think for us, it was a lot of giving and not a lot of like giving back from our friends yeah so i think what's really important with friendships is knowing when to actually cut them off when it's actually toxic and you need to let them go yeah Yeah. you're toxic (laughs) you britney spears toxic you need to go (laughs) yeah cancelled i think something that a lot of people do is they hold on to those friendships because they think for the sake of a friendship for the sake of just not being alone because they don't like being seen alone and they don't like being exposed and I think that is one like lesson we all learned in high school is being able to be alone mm. and knowing that that's okay and yeah. you are enough for yourself. But yeah. that really helped with uni anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, did. it was yeah. really good. I think in high school there was a lot of times where I'd be in a class by myself and I would literally sit there by myself. I had no friends oh. and that sounds really sad but like there would be people I would talk to but I didn't actually have like a buddy that I would sit with. It would just yeah. be me, myself and I literally. Oh, me And too. Jesus. And Holy Spirit. <laughs> but it you was just alone. it was just by myself and I guess that was quite a dark time when I think back yeah. to it. Yeah. But I think just realizing what you're worth and just knowing that you don't need them. Yeah, if they sure. if they aren't adding anything to your life and they don't care about you then you shouldn't just hold on to that. Yeah. It's not sure. worth it. So my question to you two is what is a trait in a friend that you look for? I would say just one. I, I've always said loyalty. Yeah, yeah I think. But the agree, thing yeah. is, I think with loyalty, there comes a line where it starts being clingy. I think that's a, you need to find that balance. Like loyalty means that they're always there for you and they're always gonna be there, and that if you ever need them, they're gonna be there. But it doesn't mean like being too overbearing. And yeah. I think that some like clingy. Like, I think some people find that like hard. Yeah, finding the balance. Yeah, but I think there's just certain people. But. I used to say loyalty, but I don't know what I'd say now. What do you think, Joy? Um, I think I also value, like, transparency. Because mm. I think I've met a lot of fake people where, on the outside, yeah. they look like they care about you. But deep down, I just get vibes that they don't like me, mm. you know? And it's like, I'd rather you just be straight to my face so I know how you feel instead of just doing something else or feeling something about me and not telling me. Yeah. I think definitely though, it's really hard to find friends nowadays who give back to you equally the way you give to them. Yeah. It is really hard to find that. Like, I think because we're all inherently selfish and I, that's why sometimes I cry. <laughs> because oh, she cried a lot. <laughs> like, I sometimes cry a lot. <laughs> this sounds stupid, but I cry a lot because I, I look at like friendships I do have sometimes and I think like, I'm expecting a lot from you, I guess, from friends because I think like oh man like I really want to put my all into you and I, I hope the same for like me back 
but then sometimes they let me down and then I realize that yes they let me down and it hurts but then I realize that I'm just the exact same as them yeah and then that makes me feel like disgusting because I realize like that's me I I'm them and like I'm I probably think that I'm doing an amazing job at giving to them but I'm really not and then that just hurts me so much and I realize like wow I'm so sinful and then I realize what Jesus did on the cross for me and I'm like wow I'm such a sinner yeah but I think that's also another reason why we're all singles because we find it really hard to open up to people because we've been hurt so much yeah yeah people have just like hurt us a lot and we're quite guarded and I guess that's why we are each other's best friends because we know that we won't hit. They can't leave me. <laughs> We're and blood related. And, 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 if, and if you guys do something mean to me, I'm telling mum anyway. <laughs> WhatsApp chat, family group chat. Yeah. Mom. Sending the deets to mum. Yeah. <laughs> because like, if you have friends, you can't be like, I'm going to tell your your mum that you're being mean to me. Like, that doesn't work. In, I mean, in it worked pri- in primary school. In primary school it did. <laughs> can't work now. <laughs> we have a lot of stories from primary school where that happened a lot. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really hard just to finally, um to like find people who actually genuinely care about you like not even like oh yeah how are you like genuine care where they actually want to invest in you and to help you become a better person I think that's so hard to find nowadays I think also when people actually are genuinely interested in you and they actually make an effort to get to know you because I don't think a lot of people actually do that anymore Mm, that's true like when someone comes up to you and shows interest in you and actually asks you how you're doing and wants to just like know you that's just so rare like I don't think people really do that anymore and people that give you their time yeah Mm. like it's so refreshing when someone actually says to you like how are you and how have you been and they just listen to you like Mm. everyone is always wanting to be about themselves and like what they want to say what just everything about them and when you see someone who actually cares about you it's just such a like it's just almost it's kind of mind-blowing actually it's like whoa yeah Yeah. they actually care about me (laughs) I think like another thing also is like with friendships is um knowing when it's time to let them go as well like you need to realize when you're like when they are moving on because I think with us three we deal a lot with we had in the past a lot of friendships where they wanted other people they wanted, they wanted popularity they, they wanted popularity and they wanted, I guess we weren't popular enough for them <laughs> but like I think because we're quite low-key girls that sometimes we're not enough for people I yeah. would say yeah people like drama and just all that and stuff and they just want to be like in a big crowd and, and just feel that like buzz of having so many friends but I think yeah. with us we're quite low-key so in the past we we always were those girls that just got left behind like in the sense that people would move on without you and they would they would think other people were more important than you and you would always we were kind of like a stepping stone for them yeah or you yeah or you would always just be that person that they knew was always going to be there but and they'd rebound and they'd fall back on you when they needed to but when they wanted something else they would go off and it did hurt and i think that at that point too even though you do love them as a friend i think you need to find you need to be able to like decide at that point like I think it's time to let them go and to fly, you know? Let them fly and do their thing. Yeah. Because it is it is more hurtful for you too as well because you are, like, going to be investing in them and thinking that you're going to get that back, but you won't because they're not giving it to you. So it is really important that you need to find that balance between um, holding on and fighting for that friendship as well as letting go and letting them fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you've got to know your worth. Mm, yeah, for sure. And so I guess to wrap it up, I think for... F- I guess in like talking about friendships it's just that you you need to really evaluate um, those friendships and to see like your worth yeah I'd agree with that Mm. okay so I think the next segment is can non-Christians and Christians be friends so I think we've come to a conclusion that you can be friends I would say Mm. but 
it can't be like a deep friendship and yeah. if you are constantly being surrounded by non-christians as a christian person i do not think that's very healthy yeah because i think there's like a quote that i've heard before i don't know exactly the numbers are right but it's like saying that you are a reflection of the five closest people so yeah. in your circle so it's like who you hang out with like those five people or maybe it could be more or less like take a give one yeah yeah it's like they are reflecting you because you hang out with them so much so you need to evaluate like are those people if you if they were like a mirror and you were looking at them and that's who you are are you happy with that person mm-hmm. you know yeah. and because you start picking up like their mannerisms and what they say and the way mm-hmm. they do stuff like, i guess yeah if they're change. constantly like swearing and saying mm-hmm. kind yeah. of profanity i guess that's just going to be all that circling around and then it, you almost become like desensitized to it because yeah. you hear it so much. Like I think for us in in our when we were in the Christian like school, we never really heard that much swearing, swearing especially like using um, the F word, God's, yeah. and also like just using God's name in vain. And then when we moved to like the public school, it was like every other sentence, and I felt like I actually was becoming desensitized no, to it. No, but in the yeah. beginning, I remember I was like Shocked. every single time someone says something, I kind of flinched because it kind of was yeah. so like weird. I was like, why are they saying this? Like. What's the point of them swearing using that name when they don't even, like, they don't relate yeah. to it at all? I don't get it. Yeah. Or even just using the F word in general in every other, like, sentence. Like, I don't know how that adds anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, do you have more vocab than that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a default word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, so in 1 Corinthians um, 15.33, it actually says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. And I think it's funny how it says, do not be deceived. Because... It clearly is showing you that you can be deceived by people Mm. thinking that you're going to be fine that you can overcome that you can be strong enough but Mm. at the same time you really don't know how you're going to be affected by other people yeah and i totally agree with that and i'd also say that as we are like the light like salt and light in this world Mm -hmm. you can't really be mixing with that darkness and Mm. like when you think about light and darkness there is no gradient between that light and darkness there's no like um, like patchiness area where you can see like the light as soon shining. as you turn the light on yeah. the darkness just disappears straight away yeah. it's just gone yeah so I think that a verse that kind of relates to that is um, 2 Corinthians 6 14 which says do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness so that's I guess oh, yeah. that kind of relates to what we were saying yeah. yeah and like if you are a child of God and if your friend isn't, then they're automatically a child of the devil. That might that might hurt to some people, yeah, and that, that's pretty that harsh. Is the truth. Yeah, but God said like to be hot, like hot, like yeah. don't be lukewarm because He will literally He will spit you out of His mouth. Yeah, and like I think that's Revelation three sixteen says. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither hot, cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. So yeah. That does sound pretty scary because you think that you can be the middle, but actually I think you, in terms of like yeah. um, if you're a child of God or not, you can't sit on the fence. Yeah, you're you can't one sit on or the fence. other. And if you if you aren't if you aren't like hundred percent in God, you're automatically by default a child of the devil. And that does sound really like scary. Yeah. Scary. People are like I'm not a child of the devil, but yeah. if but then not, if you're not yeah. a child of God, then who by default you're the child who's of the your devil? Father? Yeah. <laughs> who's your father of lies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. And I think another verse, I'm not sure 100% if this relates, but in Romans 1, um, 32, it says that those who practice such things, which were, I think beforehand, it talks about like sexual immorality, murder, um, maliciousness, whisperers, backbiters. So basically they're saying that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, 
but also approve of those who practice mm-hmm. them. So it's saying that I don't know if I'm reading this wrong. Maybe I am. So if I am, if correct me. People want to come at you. <laughs> it's like that's just my interpretation. I think it's kind of saying that even if you just approve of those things, you are already partaking yeah. in them. And mm-hmm. and that is pretty sad because as a Christian, you do want to be able to be that sort of light in that kind of non non Christian group, and you can. But I think that. You can't be with them 24-7 and that, that they are your sole friendship group. I think that is dangerous. Mm. And I think if you're even with non-Christians and you feel comfortable, that is alarming. Because they, oh. they are partaking of like evil and it might not even be evil that they are intending. But if you are even just enjoying those things or feeling comfortable, then that is very scary because you aren't supposed to be of them. Like... We, we live in the world, but we are not of it. And if you're enjoying in all those things, then you've got to really seriously think about yourself and whether you are truly following God. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, underlyingly, there's, like, the spirit of God and the spirit of darkness. And I think in Ephesians 6, it says that for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers of this dark world. Yeah. So... It's not yeah. what it's not like what you see like like oh hey you're my friend and you're non-Christian and like yeah sure you're vibing but it's like mm-hmm. deep down they have a spirit of darkness in them and yeah. it's like you need to be careful of that yeah. yeah but I think that's like you can't disregard that there are some non-Christians out there who are super lovely yeah, like, yeah. they are I have met some non-Christians who I'm like honestly if you didn't tell me I would think you are a Christian or like I you're even better than or even better <laughs> because like you you are giving so much to other people and you care for them and I'm like wow. But that's what does sadden me a little bit is knowing that those people, um, they aren't children of God though at the end of the day. Because, because they, they, haven't they haven't accept- repented. Yeah, they yeah. haven't repented and they haven't accepted um, Jesus as Lord. So that is quite a sad thing, I think, for me. But yeah, it's, it is really hard to find that balance between um, being friends with non-Christians and like being too invested or just kind of trying to bring that salt and light to them. Yep. So yeah. And I think another thing is with non-Christians and Christians is that the base of basis of like our moral compasses are just different Mm. like what they think is right is not going to be necessarily the same as yours because you're being ruled by two different things like we say like you're going to have two different spirits and they are going to be inherently battling it out because they won't be meshing yeah they won't mesh they won't love that word (laughs) Yeah. yeah so but i think there's like some importance to not just like isolating yourself from non-christians and being like i'm going to cut myself off from everything Mm. because i think we do have like the responsibility to reach out to non-christians and share the gospel with them yeah but i think just being careful to not be overcome with the spirit of darkness that they have in them and not partaking in those things Mm. and you need to be able to see that and draw the line when you know that you might be getting into worldly things i would say yeah for sure Mm. so i guess that's all we have to really say about this topic anything else guys anything else to add how is everyone finding quarantine though? <laughs> I, don't so think it's, I don't think it's quarantine. Lockdown? Lockdown. Because quarantine is like... Yeah, I, oh, I've got a fun question as well. What has been everyone's kind of two staple foods during the lockdown? Like your go-to food for like lockdown? What would you say, Hope? Uh, I think for me... It's, it's oh, like, she's going to the ice cream. <laughs> can, it, can it be two like, food like, things? I don't know. So I don't think two items. It's two yeah. things. Just two things. Okay. Anything. So I'd say for me, it's avocado on toast. Yeah. I have okay. so much toast, like just piled up. She loves. I, carbs. I love my carbs, guys. <laughs> I love that bread. And you can't just you can't beat some bread sometimes. Um, so avocado. Funny how when she was younger, she used to avoid gluten because she thought it affected her skin. I thought it did. But now you're back on the gluten train. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know why gluten-free bread is not the same as regular bread. Yeah, she went through this phase where she kept asking her mum to buy her gluten-free bread. I don't know if it worked, though. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I would say it's avocado toast, and I definitely say some good ice cream. That's mm, probably okay. my staples. That doesn't seem very healthy, but I eat other stuff, too. <laughs> Just those two are my, like, go-tos. What about you, Grace? I would say boiled vegetables. <laughs> that sounds so bland. Is that, is that, is that true? You, I, all I eat is, I have, like, I buy maybe... A, a couple broccoli, a couple carrots, maybe a cabbage or two, and I'll just do like a big boil up once every couple of days, and it will just be in the fridge, and I'll just bring it out and have it with whatever I'm eating. And although that sounds really healthy, I do like to binge on other foods. Like there binge, is, okay. <laughs> it's not so bad. But we have this um, tin of like peanut cookies that we put up on the highest shelf. Pe- peanut cookies sounds weird, but it's a, it's a <laughs> Chinese thing. Yeah. Um and. I put it on the highest shelf because I, I do. Do I put it on the highest shelf because it is just so tempting? It's really addictive. Yeah, but, but I always <laughs> promise myself to only have like two, and then can't even have I can't. Much. I end up having like ten. Not even kidding you. I think I usually have like four minimum. They're I not. Think, they're not that big though. Yeah. They're they're like a like a maybe the size of like a two dollar coin. Yeah, yeah. They're a bit taller. Yeah, yeah. A bit like taller. the volume of it is not a two dollar coin, but oh. it's like maybe it's maybe like four or five two dollar coins stacked up. Anyways, yeah. we put them on the top <laughs> shelf, but somehow every day I still have the willpower to get a stool and stand up and get some. So it doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think those two are my staples currently. What about you, Joy? I think for me it's been chicken breast. Oh yeah, we love that protein. <laughs> yeah, and then cheesecake. I think you're the chicken breast um person who put it in there. Okay, maybe I was. Exposed, guys. Maybe I we, was. we found the culprit here. <laughs> but I just really like cheesecake i don't know why i keep craving it because and you keep making me go out and get it yeah i keep telling her to go get it's it essential. yeah i keep telling her to get it for me because i don't know why i just really like cheesecake like the frozen one from like countdown it's like it almost tastes like ice cream with like some cookies because if you leave it frozen it tastes like ice cream and it's so good like highly recommend like yeah. i think i could take one like down so easy a whole cheesecake yeah i think i could really yeah i, I could. could never it's just so good yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's the end of our podcast, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And I, I think we'll be back with another one pretty soon because we do have a lot of other things. Yeah, we've got about. some relationship quotes stored up. I think <laughs> we were just going through a real drive hatch because, I don't know, sometimes you just don't feel that motivated to, like, film yourself talking. Not film, record yourself. Yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah. We can't let the people out there down. Yeah. We have some pretty hardcore fans. I think you know who you are who keeps saying, where's the podcast? So we're like, okay, we're going to bring we're gonna it We want to give guys. you guys the top quality stuff. So if we're not yeah. feeling it, then you guys are going to get the quality content that you want. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you guys don't care anyway. You just want to listen to our voices. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So I guess we'll just end the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. And happy Easter Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> He's Bye. risen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Bye. Bye.